Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, Gorons? And welcome to another fabulous episode of the Gormore Podcast. I am the not so mean Fluff Master Supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing the shit show in. However, I do not bring the shit show in alone. For with me, as always, let's see, what do we got today? Well, to the straights. The normal spooky season's over, but for us, it never really truly is. But we are in still the fall festivus, I guess you want to say. So let's see. You know what? I'm just going to say uh, we're pleasantly plump pilgrims. We are. There we go. We are. Starting off with the Chad daddy himself, that dark lord of knowledge, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And the Duke of the Dead, Lord Scubacabra, the host with the ghost, Mr. Steven Vasquez. Hola, mis amigos y bienvenidos al Gordon Moore podcast. Yeah, mm, thank you, buddy. Nice. Hey, can you say that title for me, the actual like way it was written on the trailer? Do you remember how it was? I, I didn't. I wouldn't pay attention. I was. Well, what the fuck? Well, well, I, I wasn't. The devil's back one. Uh, el, el, what well, diablo is devil? El diablo, right. How the hell do you say backbone? I don't know. I could load Ooh. it back up, but well, I'll look. It I was just wa- I'm wondering this because clearly, obviously, for everybody that anybody that was paying attention, that's what we're covering today. Or if you <laughs> read the title, but I was just wondering if there was going even into this movie, if there was going to be a translation issue. It's El Espinazo del Diablo. Ah, so ah. Espinazo means like spine, though, like your back. Oh, okay, cool. So El, el, el espinazo del diablo. Well, thank you, Steve. So the spine of the devil. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Steve, do the whole episode make the Spanish game. <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm it. not that good at Spanish, guys. I'm not that good at Spanish. Oh, shit, dude. That was us playing Ghostbusters the other night. <laughs> With oh, the man. fucking captions. Then it stopped working. That was cool as shit, dude. We'll get into that for sure. Um, But this is going to be a fantastic episode. Today is... November 7th, 2022. Unfortunately, we do not have Bob. He got stuck at work, but he did give us our at least his score. So we'll have that for the end. And he sends his wishes. But don't worry, he'll be back here next week because I think that's actually his pick. But we'll get that to that. Nice. No, actually, next week is mine. Oh, that's yours? Why did I think it was Bob's? All right, cool. Nonetheless. All right. So before we dive into this movie. We're going to do as we always do. We're going to talk about what the fuck we did in last weekend. So, Mr. Vasquez, if you could please. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for your... You know, we shouldn't have had to do that in Spanish. He's got to think about it now. (laughs) What? Oh, Boston said he found an English trailer. Mis amigos, es hora para tu... Pedazo de vida! Nice. Nice. Full out. I love it. That was great. Um, so wait, now that Boss Man found an English trailer, do they actually have this like du- like 
dubbed? I've never seen it dubbed in English. I was going to say, I didn't think they had it dubbed. Yeah, I've and never not seen on it Max, in it English. Wasn't. Oh, no shit. All right. Interesting. I might have to look for that. Anyways. Um, all right. So, Steve, if you want to start us off, homie, how you been? I have been good. It's uh, It's been a hell of a week slash weekend, man. Uh, my refrigerator went out. My washer went out. And to yesterday, my computer decided it wanted to go out so i've had my three karma i don't know what i did but you can stop now so i am streaming from my tablet right now which is working out pretty good if i do say so myself hey man it's working knock on wood knock on wood um didn't really do much this past weekend just trying to uh my daughter's birthday is tomorrow she's turning the big one seven so just been uh trying to get things ready for her party that she's gonna have this friday um i worked all weekend again i tied one off on on friday and i was hurting all day saturday <laughs> it was bad but I, I i was under a lot of stress on on friday there was a call to my daughter's school that there was an active shooter and it turned out to be a prank but she called me freaking out so i rushed from my campus to her campus not knowing what i was gonna find and Luckily, it was just a prank. So I was just like my PTSD kicked in. Like I, I was just having a bad Friday and, you know, I was happy she was okay and just, you know, really rattled. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to partake in libations tonight. And I did and I overdid it and I paid for it Saturday. Uh, but Saturday, mm. I did go to the theater and I finally watched Black Adam. Oh, nice. And? I must say, I enjoyed it. I was not, not one time was I bored in that film. Um, they did a great job with the story and the action. It was it was a great flick, and I cannot wait to see what the future holds for DC now that we're going this direction. So, so are is this officially going to be the the Johnson universe, the Dwayne Johnson universe? I, we don't know I, yet. Yeah, we don't know for sure because James Gunn just took over. I know, yeah, bro. I have so much to like think about that. Yeah. So what's we'll see- that was a clutch move on Warner Brothers' part. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I, I, you know, spoiler alert, if you don't know, which The Rock already spoiled it, but Henry Cavill is back as Superman, and he does make a cameo in this film. <gasps> what? And, yeah. So I, I got super excited for that because they played the old John Williams theme when he appeared, and it just, I, I love that shit. So mm. I was super stoked. The suit was a lot. It was the same suit, except it was lighter in color. It had the bright red S on it. Okay, so it was a little bit more classic More style classic mixed okay. with, mixed with the, the suit, you know, the Man of Steel suit. So it, it looked really good. I liked it. Um, I so, and then Sunday, I didn't do much Sunday. Uh, hung out with the girlfriend for a little bit before she went to work and then came home, cooked. My grandma came over and with daylight savings time, she was just like ready to go by six o'clock. She's like, it's dark. Get me home. <laughs> took her home did my laundry watched this movie which we'll talk about here in a bit chad daddy mm-hmm. give it to me baby well not much is new here you know as everyone knows last week was halloween so we weren't here we did a pre-recorded show and i hope everybody got a chance to check that out we ranked the halloween movies and there were some surprises there I, i'm some of you guys mm-hmm. surprised me mm-hmm. especially you two with your top pick i was pretty shocked <laughs> i was not and i'm glad i wasn't the only one sitting on the top of the hill i'm glad when we got like started back to back halfway back to back got, baby yeah we got that like halfway down the list i was like 
Hmm. I wonder. <laughs> but I got to say, in all honesty, I'm surprised. I was worried that that was not going to take up as much time as it did. See, I was thinking the other way. I was hoping it was like, man, I hope we don't go for like three fucking hours, bro. But no, I was kind of easily. Too. I was kind of worried too. I was like, man, are we gonna? When we when we got halfway cover? through and we were sitting like the almost hour and a half mark, I was worried. So what's fu- well? I understand your worry, but at the same time, I feel like once we got to that kind of certain fluff to like up to the ten, or whether it's like five left or like six left, right? Most of us have already talked about most of the movies yeah. up until mm-hmm. that point. So there's no point to regurgitate the same bullshit we already fucking yeah. talked. So it could go a little faster towards the end. Right. And I really hope Brody liked our format the way we did it with him talking and then us pausing and then us talking, you know, responding to that and giving our own pick. Not, and I don't want to speak for Brody, but he did say, like, if we do that again, um, like, especially a pre-recorded, he would like to try uh, to actually do it with us because... Yeah, he was like, oh, my, because there was a few things he said he wished he could, like, have chimed in or rebuttaled. And I was like, yeah, bro, same way. Hell yeah, Joe, we want to kiss you all, too. Mm, that's wow. why I was thinking, like, a, I was thinking, you know, yesterday, if we do a Friday the 13th ranking or something like that, we should definitely have Brody on for that. Yeah, Fuck yeah dude. Definitely. I mean, honestly, I think even boss man at that point because it's mm-hmm. one thing that was always said was never going to happen on this podcast so i feel like if it were to happen that's a two episode right there <sighs> there is we a lot more movies back. yeah there's a lot more movies no so it would... no. No. No, 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 no no there's one there's one less one movie or one less one less yeah you can't throw any fan films in there <sighs> um that's a whole different rank <laughs> 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 all right um but yeah, let's see what else. Uh, you know, not much else going on around here. It's been, you know, with my spare time, I was playing some Ghostbusters, which I got to play some uh, Ghostbusters with Mr. Big Johnny D Saturday night. And and I was getting frustrated because of the friggin' glitch that happened twice in two different matches. It was uh, one where Jen was Slimer mm-hmm. and one where you were the ghost, where you guys would sabotage my pack. And I was rebooting it. And I think while I was rebooting it, I was also de-sliming. And I think I might have confused it. And it just oh. wouldn't reboot the pack. And anytime I'd try and fire, it would just make that buzzing noise like it was rebooting. And it wouldn't fire anything. <laughs> like, Damn it, dude. So, yeah. Oh. But that was a lot of fun with you guys. I want to do that again. Hell yeah, dude. This shit's a blast. Yeah. I will say my only gripe, and I know it's an equal gripe, is they need to work on the game chat with it. Or. Yeah. Or. Xbox now has Discord, which obviously PC also has. So I don't know if PlayStation has Discord on it. Not as well. yet, but they are working on it. It okay. is supposed to happen. But then there's also the option of just using it on mobile. But then you know what I mean. Then you have your weird like, I don't have it in my head. Yeah. So, but we'll get there. Yeah. And also, unfortunately, you know, we started de-decorating for Halloween and got all that down and. Now the wife has Christmas decorations up. Already? Yes. Stephanie Christman, what are you ding, doing? Ding, 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 ding. Started yesterday. Yeah, so Merry, so Merry Grinchmas, I guess. Yeah, Woo! same here. Christmas doesn't uh, start until after Thanksgiving for me. so Not for her. She <laughs> loves Christmas. So, you know. I mean, I do a Christmas parade two days after Thanksgiving every year. So, like, that's, but that's after that's, Thanksgiving. Right. And, but to me, for me, that initiates Christmas season. I'm like, all right, starting off with a banger. Ghostbusters at Christmas Parade. So, yeah, I I still haven't gotten to the spirit. I haven't even done any Christmas shopping yet. I mean, the kids 
they're done, wow. but I haven't got anything for Steph. The only Mine's all you done need from to her. be in right now is gravy and mashed potatoes. Yeah, Holy buddy. Like, <laughs> Dude, mm-hmm. just like you said, they need to make that an inflatable. I think, okay, so I was looking into that, and I they make these, like, think for garage doors that you can literally just hook on. So I might just get that image printed and make a fucking banister for it for my front yard and just highlight the shit out of with some spotlights, dude. <laughs> and just say happy Thanksgiving from the Transax of that lady just fucking chugging down. Man. Oh, you got, I got to find you like got, an HD version, like a, the, the you, best, cleanest. You version. need to, you also need to see if you can like superimpose your or Jen's face on the lady's body. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Oh, Joseph. If you're still here, <laughs> Joe can do that in like two seconds. Like, okay. On. But yeah, I've droned on enough. Yeah, that was my week. Big Johnny D, how about you, brother? Hell yeah, dude. Well, like you said, man, you and I busted some ghosts together. That shit was mighty fine. Was I've also that. done it with Scoobs. So we, the three of us actually definitely need to get into it. I was hoping Scoobs was going to hop in the other night, but he was working. He was working. I knew like he was going to be dad working. Son of a bitch he is. Yeah. yeah, money. Sorry. It's, uh, no, it's fantastic. The, so the Halloween episode or the Halloween update, I think it might be gone today. I haven't hopped on, but I didn't even think about it for some reason. But obviously we got Halloween mask, correct? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've been like chugging it out, dude. Like I'm like in the 60s right now. So I was like, all right, you know. So I'm hoping by Christmas update, I'll actually have my GB2 suit and then we'll have Christmas hats and then it's going to be fucking all out. So because that's my favorite shit right there I was like, yes, <laughs> maybe they'll have the full fucking like a full santa suit too who knows but all right and then what else did i do oh i literally watched one of the most fantastic movies i've watched in a long time twice oh, this oh weekend yes 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 I because forgot about that. and it's been one that we've talked about on this podcast before it's been one that i personally waiting for a long fucking time and that mm-hmm. was weird a weird Al Yankovic story. Or I'm sorry, weird and Al Yankovic story. Yeah, and I love that movie, man. That movie was absolutely fantastic. I love how they played it. I love how they played the super serious. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say any spoilers because I don't think Steve has watched it. I have not watched it yet. Aha, dude. You All I'm going to say is, man. I not that it matters for you, but I was watching it with my daughter, and like I don't, she doesn't watch really rated R. She censors herself, dude. I'm not going to get into it. It's ridiculous. Anyways. This movie was expect unexpectedly more violent than I have. Oh no shit! Whoa, <laughs> Bro, this understand. movie was more violent than Halloween Kills. What? what? Not, not kills. Yeah. <laughs> You'll understand when you see it. You'll understand. All when right. You see it. Hell yeah. There was a part where literally it happened, and then my daughter and I looked at it, and we looked at each other because, like, simultaneously, we were like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and she was like, "Daddy, was I supposed to see that?" I was like, "Well, it's kind of late for that now, but all right." <laughs> but no. Daniel Radcliffe, 100% fan-fucking-tastic. Um, it's total Weird Al's humor. Yeah, it's, it's over the top in all the I feel spots. like if you don't know Weird Al, you can enjoy it. If you know Weird Al, especially like his older, like a lot of his older stories and actually his story, mm-hmm. it's so much better, dude. It's so good. I would love to have probes down here, dude, because I know he was all about it as well. He loved it, yeah. And... Just being a film guy himself, dude, like, I, it, it was so good. I wanted on, I would have paid the provision in theater, bro. Same. Like, same. Hand, like I'm, sa- I'm almost sad they didn't do it, but I imagine Roku made out hard with some advertising on this fucking movie. There's no way they didn't pay, like, Super Bowl fucking at all. You know, and, not maybe that level, but. And when you watch it, watch the credits just to hear his song. Pay attention to the lyrics. 
Dude, I had to watch it twice because I'm just watching the images half the time of his fucking all the. Today on Facebook, he released a video of the song with single oh, lyrics. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. shit. It's so it's so good. Um, there's a lot of shit that is legit, but it's like in Weird Al fashion. Like this part, this much of it is the truth, and then here's the actual like, <laughs> rest of the fucking movie. Like. Uh, it's it's off the wall, dude. It's bananas. It made me want to watch UHF right after, which was also on Roku channel and also on Tubi, I think, right now. So, like, dude, if you want to go weird out, weird L, fucking crazy right now, you definitely can. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's fantastic. And if you don't have a Roku, I feel like I'm fucking sponsoring these fuckers. They should like throw some money. <laughs> if you don't have it, you can just go right to their website. And watch it right on their website. Oh, okay, badass. Because the only the only TV with Roku is in my daughter's room. Well, now so. it doesn't matter because now you can just go to that website. Hell yeah! And uh, I don't know if you guys saw Weird Al's tweet, but it was fantastic. There was a dude from Australia saying he can't watch it, and he's like, "Oh, well, it sounds like you have a VPN, a very personal nope. That's not <laughs> going to happen. It sounds like you have a torrent of questions." However, I need to go right now, and I can't ask. And I was like, "Fucking love it!" That's oh, that's great. great. Fucking love it, dude. So yeah, I fucking dude. I watched it. My daughter watched it like three times, literally in a row. I was like, "I don't care. Go ahead." Like, yeah, she went to her room. She's like, "Can I watch it again?" I'm like, "I don't give a shit." Yeah, I wanted I wanted to watch it again this weekend, but just didn't have time, man. I I didn't get to finish it again, but I start. I got about halfway through uh, last night after watching this, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, it's so good, dude! It's so good!" And the cameos, man, it's like a Jay and Silent Bob movie amount of cameos, dude. It's ridiculous and it's awesome. I'm about to check it out. Hell yeah, dude! And then, uh, yeah. So other than that, I didn't really do shit this weekend. I gamed a lot. It was awesome. Nice. So. But I am ready to talk this movie. Yeah. So we are talking 2001's The Devil's Backbone. Scoobs, this was your pick, I believe, correct? I believe so. You want to mm-hmm. take it away, buddy? I will. This is The Devil's Backbone, released April 20th, 420, 2001. It is 1939, the end of the three years of bloody civil war in Spain. And General Franco's right-wing nationalists are poised to defeat the left-wing Republican forces. You know, this is not something I figured I'd be ever reading on Gorenmore. Right? A (laughs) a 10-year-old boy named Carlos, the son of a fallen Republican war hero, is left by his tutor in an orphanage in the middle of nowhere. The orphanage is run by a curt but considerate headmistress named Carmen and a kindly professor Casares, both of whom are sympathetic to the doomed Republican cause. Despite their concern for him and his gradual triumph over the usual schoolhouse bully, Carlos never feels completely comfortable in his new environment. First of all, there was that initial encounter with the orphanage's nasty caretaker, Jacinto, fuck that guy, who reacts Mm -hmm. even more violently when anyone is caught looking around for a particular storage room, the one with the deep well. Second, and more inexplicable, is the presence of a ghost, one of the former occupants of the orphanage named Santi. Not long after Carlos's arrival, Santi latches onto Carlos, badgering him incessantly at night and gloomingly intoning, many of you will die. The orphanage left defenseless by its isolation and the swift progression of Franco's troops, the ghost prediction seems desperately, de- depressingly accurate. Nevertheless, with every step of the 
of the plot, it becomes apparent the ghost predictions as to who or what will die. The real source of danger and even the definition of death itself may be more ambiguous than first thought. God Direct- damn, that was yeah. a plot run now. Yeah, oh, it's a yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Directed by Guillermo del Toro, Mimic and Hellboy. Written by Guillermo del Toro, Mimic, The Shape of Water. Antonio Trasoras, Sangre and Blind Alley. David Munoz, Holy Ghost, God's Forgotten Town. Produced by Agustin Almodovar. Mutant Action, The Skin I Live In. Bertha Navarro. Kronos and Pan's Labyrinth. All Man, right. I almost feel like he should be. I feel I almost feel like he should be reading all of these because we're just gonna butcher these. I'll, I'll, I'll keep going if you want. <laughs> it's up to you, but I mean, I'll not, keep going. I mean, yeah, Chad is 100 percent correct because, like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, I could definitely play Bob today. Somebody, <laughs> somebody's ancestors are gonna be pissed at us. They're gonna I got you. If we get I got like, all right, like Fernando, but I like, what's the last name, dude? Like, Tielve. Tielve. Yeah, Tielve. Go ahead, Scoobs. You can just so starring Fernando Tielve, Pan's Labyrinth, Erica's Eyes as Carlos, Inigo Garces, The First Night of My Life, Pan's Labyrinth as Jaime, Eduardo Noriega, Vantage Point, The Last Stand as Jacinto, Marisa Paredes, Lost in Transit, Queens as Carmen, Federico Lupi, Cronos, Pan's Labyrinth as Dr. Cáceres, Junio Valverde, Shiver Lockup as Santi. Irene Vicedo, Crazy Loves the Anarchist Wife as Conchita. Hell yeah. You know what, man? I'm going to say it right now. You know what it is? I do. I can't roll my tongue to fucking save my life, dude. And I feel like that's, I feel like that's helps right there, dude. Like, cause I was like, <laughs> listen to you say it. I was like, this motherfucker's rolling his tongue on each one of these, dude. I'm like, I can't do that shit. Like, yeah, he sounds sexy. Right? Thank you. Why, thank you. Fucking A. All right, you Chad. Wanna, you want to keep going, Chad Daddy? Keep going, keep going. Okay. You're oh. All right. Music by Javier Navarrete, Wrath of the Titans in the Hole. Cinematography by Guillermo Navarro from Dust Till Dawn and Pacific Rim. Ooh. Edited yeah. by Luis de la Madrid from <laughs> Faust, The Machinist. Effects and makeup, Reyes Abades, Firewalker, and Pan's Labyrinth. Distributed by Warner Soja Films, AIE. Film time of 180, 108 minutes, MPAA rating R, budget 4.5 million, gross 6.5 million. All righty. Here we go. Thank Man, you, Scubas. That was, Scubas. That that was, was hot. Yeah. Honestly, Bob would be pissed if he's like, you would have made me fucking do it. But yeah, we would have. <laughs> that. But that's your but thing, Bobby. That's we your stick be- right there. We would have because right? of Oogie Spoogie. Oh, my goodness, oh, God. We still need the I, I would have butchered Oogie the shit out of it, though. Insane. <laughs> So, all right. So, I've never seen this movie. I've never even heard of this movie. I'm gonna, I will full out uh, admit to that. Chad, I'm assuming you might be saying, I knew it. of it, but I've never seen it before. I knew nothing about it going in. And Scoobs, I'm assuming, obviously, you've seen this before. I have seen it before. I don't recall how I came across <laughs> it, but I, I have seen it before. It was probably around the time it came out. Okay. So, 2001. Yeah. All right. So, going into this ghost story, and that's exactly what it is. It's a ghost story. Yep. It's not my particular ghost story for what I want. Mm-hmm. Like, mine's obviously more like 13 Realms, like shit's getting fucked up from the ghost. Yeah. This, to me, is more of the murder mystery we're going to help the ghost, which is fine, because a lot of ghost stories are more like, ghost seems scary, but it's really just the person who just got fucked, and now you gotta, like, help them 
pass or be on their way. Yeah, help whatever. Them get the yeah, give so the crossover. Right. Yeah, like uh, like um, oh shit, the one with uh, Star Echoes. Thank you. Yes, yeah, sir. perfect example. Yeah. Um, I I didn't mind that it was subtitled or anything because obviously, like, I watch anime and shit like that. Like, so that didn't bother me. I like the setting. It was a very bleak yellow tones dude mm-hmm. like yeah hard that's why i'm rocking all the yellows today i was like yeah you know what? We're gonna <laughs> um i didn't i feel like with chad daddy though unfortunately for some reason i just didn't really feel for anybody in the cast per se and yeah. even the people that are necessarily lovable like the old man dude like i felt bad for him you know what i mean like i i, I liked him and I and it's not like I I mean obviously you hate the main dude and then his two like weird scuzzy friends because they just give like terrible rape vibes, um, but like I feel terrible like her his I did feel terrible for his uh, lady what was her name I apologize Conchita Conchita, Conchita. she was mm, she was she was she was fine and what's his little that little dude he was all over that shit he's like yeah man and i fucking that jacinto was such a cocksucker man and when he gave that fucking little cigar ring back to him and like that kid knew automatically like instantly at that moment that was pretty fucked dude yeah it was fucked man like i i guess i i just this movie's always stuck out to me and i remember watching it the first time and there was that one scene when when uh he's first in the orphanage and he wakes up and he sees that shadow behind the curtain okay that was oh, that, and he, and he, that he, scene like, yeah, yeah, yeah excuse me that scene has always still to this day even watching it yesterday gave me goosebumps because i've seen something like that and so actually seeing it in a film and seeing that you know it, it in movie form kind of right, right. it still creeps me out you know even what like i said even watching it yesterday and that scene Anytime I think about the devil's backbone, I always tell people it has one of the it's it's one of the scenes that has creeped me out the most in any movie I've ever watched. And it's a simple scene. Simple. Yeah, but, but sometimes those are the best ones. Dude. Yeah. Like, and it just it terrifies the hell out of me, you know, and he moves the curtain and there's nothing there. And it's just for me, that was that was terrifying. You know, um, I loved I loved the story. And you're you know, you're right. It's a ghost story, but it's really not because it's overshadowed by everything else that's going on. You know, it's more of a period piece with a ghost in it as opposed to a ghost 100%. story. You know what? That's, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I took away from it too. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yep. But I, I just feel like it's so it's such a powerful flick. Um, and like I said, maybe you guys didn't really attach to the characters because of the language barrier. Maybe. I don't, see, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think so. A part of it is I have zero knowledge of the spanish civil war i had i knew yeah. nothing about it going into this yeah. so i you know i did a little bit of research after the movie so i understand a little better but i just there was a lack of connection to any of them i don't i don't know i just something about it i just couldn't resonate with anybody in that movie at all and you know what it was is like because even like the headmasters like as bad as like there was moments where they kind of try to make them feel like kind of shitty yeah. but i feel like they did a good job at like just making most of the people just feel like people you know what i mean like the headmistress she wasn't necessarily bad like even she felt the same shit she was doing like she didn't want to like you know what i mean she she said that and like that guy while he was stern with the boys and everything he was also you know the the headmaster or whatever the fuck you want to call it like he's keeping he's keeping him in line like they're supposed to but he's not being a dick about i don't know it was like 
I mean, yeah. Just well, I mean, they cared. They cared for the boys. You know, it wasn't like, and, it wasn't like one of those like, oh, you know, you're here. And like she told him at the beginning, it's not a prison. You know, you don't right, you right. don't have to stay here. Like you're free to do whatever you want, pretty much. Um, well, see, I feel like that's what like kind of threw me off a little bit because they were so like weird on the rules. But then they said that line prior, so I was like, yeah. why? Like I don't know. What well, I, I guess obviously. Obviously, now we know because what's his name is a fucking dick and he just doesn't want anybody stupid. So, yeah, I just don't understand why she didn't use all that gold to help the boys and a little more. I mean, I understand she was trying to keep it for the the war effort. Is that what? It, oh, yeah, that's what it was for. It was, it was there to help, you know, for the war effort because they were supporters of, of it. Um. Oh, that's what he said. He's like, remember the cause, yeah, yeah. But it just—it just seemed like an odd thing that you know, she could have been doing more for the boys in her care with that gold. I just want to know the rate of one bar of gold because at first, when they opened that one thing and he saw it, there was only five bars in there. But when he robbed what he did, there was—he had way more than that. I think there was ten. There was ten. Yeah. So but it's like it was too deep. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did like I said. So this movie, I don't know what it was. There was moments where it would bring me in and then for some reason I would just kind of get bored again. Now, the last 20 minutes of the movie, whole different fucking story. That right. shit brought me right in, dude, and I was like, "Okay. Yeah, what do we got going from, on here?" Like from the explosion on. After the explosion on. Better. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Right. Like it Spoiler, deep spoiler territory, man. This movie fucking kills a lot of kids, man. Yeah, a lot. So you know what? Lot. I will give credit where credit is due. That is, uh, that was impressive to show that many kid bodies just laying around. Like, granted, they weren't like fucked up by by any means, but they're still dead. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, and that's the horror of war. You know, it doesn't matter if you're an is. old man, an old lady, you're you're a kid. You know, and yep. so that I guess that's kind of what what I like about this is not just the supernatural aspect that it has to it but th because i love war films especially about old wars but the so, kind of fucked up thing is that's not even from war no i know that's it's from because, yeah that's from him being an asshole yeah an mm -hmm. asshole but i mean you got he, greed you know and so they're all fighting to stay alive you know they they know that the 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 opposing armies getting closer to where they are they're already dropping bombs and shit. They're lucky to fucking even be alive because that fucking bomb didn't go off. So, yeah, like that. I, I don't know what like the bomb thing didn't like. Like it was like cool for a second and then it just felt like it that didn't really do anything. It was like a know. red herring. It, it was like a red herring. It, it kind of. Well, just like the red herring at the beginning, you think that that the boy was the one who killed Santi. Right. And then, you know, even up until. When he goes through the book and you see that he's got the the drawing of you know Santi in there, he still thinks that see, Santi's I, the one or that he killed Santi. I never thought that he killed him. I thought like he got hurt during the bomb drop, and so like he was just trying to like he didn't know what to do because he was so hurt, so he was just trying to like off him, like, like a mercy killing. Yeah, like I was so. Like I still, I guess so. Yeah, I guess I, he still technically killed him, but I never it was like, I never thought of it as like a thing of like out of rage or something. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. But I like the settings of it. Dude. Like I like the underground weird labyrinth, the well, which I thought was a pool. I was like, man, they got a really nice pool down there. Why are they using this? <laughs> 
but they are in the middle of war. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't, it, it maybe for me, maybe the language thing is, but like I said, man, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, you I, watch anime and stuff too, so yeah, that, so it's like we've watched well, definitely like yeah. moments where I get to the edge of the seat and I'm like, oh, <gasps> you know, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like you, and as I was watching it this morning, and I messaged John, I'm like, I'm like half an hour into this, and I've checked my phone like five or six times already. Yeah, I mean, and it's a slow movie. It's not. It's a it's very not slow a movie. Fast action, you know, like horror flick, you know. And, so, and, and I think that's what it is right there. Is it's horror adjacent. Like this yeah. is the one where you could have like, because it's the murder mystery. So somebody who likes that more so, and you're like, hey man, this has got some spooky elements into it. And you're like, yeah. all right. I'll fucking follow a lot. You know what I mean? That's how you drag anybody of our of our fortitude into it. I like I said, man, Guillermo del Toro is a fantastic fucking director. I don't think like he necessarily made bad choices in it. I just for some reason, like, I don't know. It was just kind of fell flat. And like I said, up until up until he fucking stabbed her on the highway, I was like, holy shit, dude. Like that was the turnaround moment. When it just all went to fuck. Yeah. But I liked how it was almost um oh my god. This might be the wrong analogy. It, for, I want to say Lord of the Flies, but like just like how all the boys just started like, you know, like fucking arming up and shit like that. Oh yeah, fuck you, dude. So yeah, that was cool as hell. The girlfriend's watching it with me. Mind you, she didn't know a fucking lick of Spanish, so I have the subtitles on. And she did jump. She jumped at one part, which made me fucking jump when he's in the closet and Santi puts his eye in the keyhole. Oh, so she jumped at that part, which fucking made me jump because it caught me by surprise that she fucking got that scared. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" What you know what made me jump? You? you know what made me jump? And it wasn't more so. I mean, I guess because it, it was a little bit of scared because it caught me off guard, but it was more so because of just pain. Is when fucking uh, oh, when the boy name, when he, when he when stabbed he him in the fucking oh, armpit, in the dude. Armpit. Yeah. Oh! I don't. Did like, you notice how that scene? Fuck. Did you notice how that scene played out with all of the kids stabbing with their little spears? Was identical to the picture of the cavemen fighting the uh, woolly mammoth. Yeah. Right, because she was talking like when they used to work as a pack and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, but oh so my I did, god, I did appreciate dude, that. I have never in my life have seen like an el- like a armpit stab like that, and for some reason, it was like. I, it was like when you watch a dude get kicked in the balls and you feel it, dude. Like, I just <laughs> felt that shit for some reason. I'm yeah. like, oh, like, oh, my God, dude. Like, oh, geez. Like, that's just such a fucking. Because, like, dude, like, how often, how often would you ever get that? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, like, so soft. Yeah. You just get so much. Like, you're like, I'm getting fucking lungs and heart all in shish kebab. Like, but obviously, he was a little dude, so he had to step upward. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, I, I just like I said, this is I want to say this is probably the first uh, Del Toro film that I watched really? that I remember that I remember watching. Um, and it just it, it's always one that stuck with me. And this is one that I mean, I will I'll watch again and again and again, especially if like if I catch it on, I'm like, fuck, yeah, I don't care where it is. I'll sit there and I'll watch it. Like I said, it's slow, but I love for me. I love the characters. I, I it's very it's very like Spanish TV, you know, and that's okay. what I grew up watching. I grew up watching old Spanish war films and, and things like that. So I guess that's why I just appreciate it a little bit more. Um, you know, and I was even thinking about you while watching this only because I was like, man, I'm actually kind of jealous 
that you can just watch it, dude, and like understand it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. Because I'm just like, I bet it would fuck it. I bet it does add that much better of a low. Obviously, you know, like I was wondering, like in translation, like where things get lost. Because obviously, some things aren't exact. But I, I mean, do you feel like because you said you had subtitles on? Do you? I wasn't like paying attention to the subtitles. No, not at, at all. all. Okay. Like I was not. I was not paying attention at all. Would that I fuck like- with you, dude? While you're listening to it, but you're reading in English, like would that? Um. Uh, just because you like obviously you I don't know. know because like when I hear it in Spanish, like I you hear it in Spanish, it just, but my brain translates it translates it like super fast. You know what I mean? So it that's fair. I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna have to try. I'm just one like I I honestly like I had like a, a good like one minute random side thought in my head while watching <laughs> the movie. And I was just like, man, I'm like, I've had Scoobs gets to enjoy this at a whole different fucking level just because he can understand like what the fuck's going on. Like, but hell yeah, dude. Oh, I'm reading. Oh, it Sorry, I'm Yeah, no, it, me- it meant the same thing. It, me- it meant the same thing, Heather. Maricon, it, it, it meant the same thing. Like, uh, so, I mean, Maricon, I didn't know that it was that was. I didn't know if that was with the time or not. With well, 39. I mean, Maricon, I mean, that's what it means. Okay. Um, but I guess back then it it would have meant more of like uh, like you're a scaredy cat. You know what okay. I mean? It didn't really mean yeah, like, obviously words like what it means now. Like, it meant gotcha. more of like a like scaredy cat, like don't be such a maricon, you know. Okay. So like a little okay. scaredy cat, you know. Fuck I'm, not, I'm not gonna like say that word. Yeah, coward. But yeah, I wasn't gonna say the word Heather. No, 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 no. I don't no, want to no. get us canceled. We don't want to get canceled. No, no, yeah. no, no. I was thinking the same. But so yeah, I will I will say it. I don't know how you gentlemen feel. I wasn't the biggest fan of the ghost design. And this could have been just because of the times with 2001 and all. So uh, the girlfriend had an issue with the way the blood looked. And I, I, until I explained it to her, I said, you'll understand why the blood looks the way it looks when it's the, she didn't like the way it was flowing out of his, out, out of his head. She didn't understand why. And then once she, she saw it's because his body's cool. underwater and right. that's how his, you know, the blood's leaking out. I of just, his... I, not for nothing. It, I think it was because it was like the translucent where you could see his bones and shit. Yeah. And it reminds well, I mean, me and too... that's more, that's more along the, the Spanish Mexican culture. Okay. You know? Like it when, just reminded when... me of the jogger ghost from Ghostbusters too. And that's kind of <laughs> where I was going. I was like, well, then I don't you know if I appreciated it. it more. Yeah, but then at this point, I just want the boys to come and be like, all right. He did say, he did say if the ghost looked any more cartoony, it would look like it was from the real Ghostbusters. It did, dude. It looks, because it had that weird, like, Ghostbusters, like, very bright aura to it. Because it had, like, the ambers and shit. Or, well, actually, it was water, but it looked like kind of ambers flowing. Um. Oh my god, dude! You guys just took me down a whole <laughs> fucking. Ring. Have you ever seen a college humor skit called "The Ghostbusters Are Assholes"? No, no. I will send it to you after this. Please remind me. It okay. is fan fucking tastic. And just because now I'm thinking about them coming into this movie, but it's like tragic ghost boy who got killed, and the Busters are like, yeah. <laughs> Bustin makes me feel good. <laughs> um, all right, so I feel like we've kind of talked most about it. Yeah. Do we want to hear from the uh, let's DKB? From let's. All right. Because yes, yes. I know, like you, like we said, he, this isn't. Yes, his top. Brody. Brody likes this movie quite a bit. Now, I'm gonna give a little heads up. His video was too clean. It's a little too big. 
can't bring it in the normal way I normally would. So we're bringing them like we did last week, and we're bringing them up with us All right. here. But we're going to make them big screen. So. Well, howdy doody there, folks. It's your DKB back for another episode of Goromor, and this week I'm here to talk to you about The Devil's Backbone. Now, The Devil's Backbone is in my top 20 films of all time, so if I'm a little bit biased, you'll know why. I honestly don't see any fucking flaws in this film. I think it's my—it's obviously my favourite Del Toro film, let's just put it that way, um, because I love the directing of Del Toro himself. The visual style that he's able to represent on screen that comes straight from his fucking noggin. He really knows how to capture the aesthetic of what he wants in his head and bring it to life. I love that. Uh, gothic horror. I think he really knows how to, for me personally, he no, definitely knows how to capture the aesthetic of gothic horror uh, dealing with this horribly, morbidly beautiful fucking story. Um, and the character development of these actors, I mean, these actors are absolutely fucking fantastic. I've never even heard of them before, but they really put on a masterclass performance, especially the kids themselves. Fucking fantastic stuff. And the chemistry between every single one in this film really resonates and feels realistic. And like I said, he brings that to life so well with this fucking world that he's created. I mean, there's like the war that's happening, the kids are trying to deal with a ghost, and the adults are just trying to fucking, you know, deal with everything. So they're, they're, they're pretty much the meat in the sandwich, the adults. And to see this Eli Roth-looking motherfucker trying to, um, you know, steal gold and all that, and then by the end of the film, when all the three sort of layers of this sandwich come together, and it's all nice, nice and tight into a neat, nice, ugh, fuck me. <laughs> it all ties up into a nice neat little fucking package by the end of the film and it works extremely fucking well and I don't think Del Toro bit off more than he could fucking chew with that sandwich so it all works extremely well I love everything about it now uh, he really knows how to capture and create uh, these monsters he really knows how to bring these iconic monsters to life I mean you have Frankenstein, Wolfman you know, fuck that, you have Del Toro fucking monsters. They, they become so iconic by the end of the film, they end up becoming pop culture references. It's absolutely fantastic. I mean, I remember seeing um, this ghost everywhere on posters and I just didn't know who the fuck that was. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I, I stumbled across Devil's Backbone and watched it and I, un, I immediately understood why. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just fucking absolutely Incredible what he's able to achieve with uh, familiar territory to him. It's great to see him come back and, you know, feel comfortable with what he loves and creates so extremely well. Um, now, the cinematography is absolutely fucking flawless. It's beautifully shot, this. I mean, the colour grading of the whole exterior and the interior shots of the orphanage itself, the landscaping, um, the framing. Oh, here comes the bombers. Right? The I was like, Jesus. I thought it's, that was it's here. Del Toro's mind's eye collaborating with the cinematographer going, look, obviously I want this shot. But the banter back between and forth those two, they really know how to understand each other and capture what he really wants. And I watch this film and I go, well, that's, that shot doesn't feel like it's referenced from anything else. And then I'll watch, I'll watch like another film and I'll go, well, that doesn't feel like it's reference like a del toro shot you know you know he's got his own directing style and i love everything about it because every time i watch this film i find something new or something different about it whether it is the acting or the cinematography and it's just it blows me away every fucking time um 
God, I love this film so fucking much. I mean, the production design, I mean, I can't not give that a shout out because it's absolutely fucking flawless in itself. And he really knows how to capture the period piece aesthetic of what he wants in this world of his. And I love everything about it. So I will just say this before I head off. The emotional aspect that he's able to capture in this film between each character and the story itself, it is truly something to behold i mean it, it is definitely why this makes it in my top 20 films of all time because it tugs on the heartstrings you know it, it makes me feel the emotions of realism and that that just all comes down to a fantastic fucking story and the director giving us great character development for us to invest in with these characters and I'll also even put in there the cinematography, that final shot where it reveals the narrator ends up being the ghost and he's just watching them out in this beautiful landscape, whether or not they've been through all this trauma and they're all fucking injured, but they're still alive and that's the main thing. And then just to walk out into the fucking landscape like they're finally free at last. It's just a beautifully shot thing to end the fucking film and I, it just gets me every time. It's fucking awesome. Oh my god, I love everything about this fucking film. Um, yeah, so today I am going to give The Devil's Backbone, as much as I said that this is a fucking masterpiece and flawless film, fuck it, I'm giving it a five. I'm giving it a fucking five. Right. I don't see any flaws with it. It's fucking everything I want in a gothic horror film. Hell yeah. It's, it could even be my favourite gothic horror film, to be honest. Um, no, then again, that's another conversation for another time. But anyway, five out of fucking five for me. Um, this is your DKB wow. signing out, and I'll catch you motherfuckers later. Cheers. Cheers, Brody. Brody. Uh, he's he's going to hate us after tonight. Hot take. At least me and He's going to hate y'all. He's not going to hate me. Uh, but no, when he different when he, strokes for different folks, man. Like, you know, so when he said, you know, they walk out of the orphanage and they're finally free, the movie ends. But what we don't see is they're walking down the dirt road, the soldiers come and massacre all of them. Probably <laughs> they were on their way, they may have. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's very, possible. but you know, I love, I do, you know, to touch upon what he said, I love how. We end up finding out at the end that that Dr. Casares was the narrator and he's the one who's the ghost. And I love how that comes full circle from the beginning of the movie. And so what we saw, is that actually us watching it or is it that on repeat that he was talking about? So is it the first time that his ghost has seen this or is it him living this every day? You know what I mean? Is it his memory mm. going on every day? Like a residual ah. haunting, you know, because, you know, in residual hauntings, it's like something's on a tape and it's playing on a loop. I don't know. So it's deep. I mean, I did like him walking out uh, as the ghost. I thought that was cool. Um, no, bro, he's not going to hate us. He always he, he likes it as lot like, you know, what I mean, it's not. And we've learned, obviously, over the years, but like we're not going to come out and just say we dislike this. Yeah. Right. And not give a reason why. You know what I mean? Yeah. And our reason why could be easily the reason why if somebody else might enjoy it. That's fine. Yeah. I and like I said, I could totally understand why this is a highly like enjoyed movie. I I for me though, I don't I just like we talked about on the Halloween episode. I don't think it held my fucking like attention. ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. just and, 
And it's like, like I said, Brody sees things that we don't. But he's Brody's been to film school. He he knows the ins and outs. He knows what to look for. He knows, you know, what. Bro, and I would have never even this. considered this gothic horror because I don't even know necessarily what the fuck gothic horror is. Yeah, now I, I didn't even... understand that subgenre. <laughs> But he has I, a whole I, a whole different appreciation for it than we do. He knows. Yeah, and I wish I could elaborate the way he did on this film because I, like I said, I enjoy the hell out of this movie. I, you know, for for the characters and for for the settings, like everything. I just I just love this fucking movie so much. I wish I could elaborate half as good as Brody could instead of just being like, I like the movie. Well. <laughs> that's why we have brody here though you know yeah I mean? buddy brody's gotta give it's, us it's it's like it's like this you have you have people that really love and appreciate a fine wine and then there's a beer drinker you know <laughs> give it, me that twisted tea it's motherfucker just, it's just different flavors man you can't bring pepsi to a party george why not i'm george <laughs> i bring pepsi to the party yeah people like yep. pepsi no george you can't bring why like <laughs> I would be I would be George in that scenario. Be like, yo, dude, I'm going. Yep, you're Pepsi and Mountain Dew and bringing some Doritos. Like, what are you, 15? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not care. No, thank you very much, Brody. Um, yeah, we I appreciate was, your take. Yeah, no, I was very, I was, I was excited to like. I never watch this stuff, dude. Like, because obviously, like I always say, I want to watch it with you, homies. And um, when he told me it was a top boy for him, I was just like, ooh, all right, like. Maybe maybe we with him and I know Scuba really liked it. Maybe maybe they set the bar too high for us. They, I don't know, dude. You know, like they didn't. Was, I don't know. I didn't. I went into this completely blind. I didn't fucking know anything about this, dude. So like, I was just like, okay. And I mean, maybe, maybe I get gotta give it another take. But like I said, dude, like I don't, I don't do well with the ghost stories where the ghost isn't. Even. Well, I think I don't. I think, I think that's that I think that's a cultural difference because we we know American horror with our type of ghost stories, and this right. is Spanish. The how Spanish perceive hauntings and ghosts. And oh no, completely. No. Oh yeah, yeah. completely different version of what. Well, we there's been see. like we said, and there's been other movies like this. Now, obviously, um, fuck, dude, Kevin Bacon there. Starbuckers, uh, Starbuck. Like that was a different one. Like that would because that one was actually like that one to me hit it more because that one was a little bit more horror mm -hmm. per se and i'm not saying this isn't horror like this has horrific shit definitely go down dude there's child killings there's fucking just man that dude is just such an asshole though man when he kills his woman on the side on the i was like damn dude well i hated him when you found out he was fucking the headmistress that's, that's exactly what i like why why well, bro you have this fucking hot ass fucking woman but you're fucking the old ass headmistress, bro, with one leg. Easy access, bro. No, no. Oh, but come on, man. For a headmistress, you know, for her age, she, she wasn't too bad. Uh, she wasn't too bad. But come on, go on. She's, she's better than she's better. Uh, bro, I am not disagreeing by any means because even I was just like, damn, man, this dude's horny. Like, <laughs> but he was doing it. For, he was dicking for a purpose. He's getting yeah. the keys. Yeah, trying to get them keys. Right. It's like a get level that goal. Lock. He's like, he's like, yeah, dude, level <laughs> seven. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. I and that that was the moment where I felt really bad for the old guy too, because obviously you knew he loved her. He loved her like yeah. that, and just how many times when have you he seen heard that it going down. 
Dude, yeah, dude, dude that's just like the wall. Oh, that hurt uh, me so bad. I was like, oh, Dr. Casares, I'd give you a hug if I could. Right? You're just like, oh, damn, dude. Like, it was bad news bears for him. All right. So we got our takes. You know what? Before we move on, we got Brody's score of a five. Bob gave us a four, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Uh, so I'm just going to throw out there now. Bob's got a four. And, uh, if there's nothing else to general discuss, I say we move it behind the curtain with Chad Daddy. Let's yeah. go. All right. Okay, so this is described by Guillermo del Toro as being a sibling film to Pan's Labyrinth, this being the masculine brother film, and Pan as the feminine sister film. Oh, nice. Believe They're it or the not, same time I have setting. never seen Pan's Labyrinth, and I've always wanted to. It's same. Good. You got to watch it. It's good. It's, of course, it's in Spanish, but. Obviously, yeah. Oh, I, once again, that, yeah. It just always looked cool as shit, but for some reason, I just never sat down and watched it. Brody says the right, it's got great key, creature designs. Yeah, Brody says the perfect modern day Spanish gothic horror. I feel is the orphanage. Oh, the orphanage is another great one. I feel like I might have watched that one, but I could be wrong. Anyways, I'll look into that. That's that's on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so like I said, John, the design of the ghost was inspired by the white faced spirits of Japanese horror films like Juwan and Ring Yu. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, you you did. Forget. I think I think part of that's the reason I didn't really we didn't really care for it. I could. I I, you know, I have never truly dived into uh, Asian horror. I've um, I've se- I've only seen the Americanized versions of them. I've always like, seen I've like seen... yeah, I've seen like two Americanized ones, and I saw one actual Japanese one. I think it was. It was the third version. I don't even know why I watched the third one of it, but it was just like everybody's like, "Oh, you gotta watch this! It's fucking awesome!" And I don't know, it, was, it was okay, I guess. But and then they crossed over in the Japanese versions. Mm-hmm. The verses. Yeah, they went. Oh, that was like what's the curve versus uh, the ring versus the ring versus the uh, grudge. Yeah, grudge, yeah, whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know what got me into Japanese horror, and it's so stupid. What got me even to watch even more Japanese ghost films was the scene from cabin in the woods when the fucking little Chinese girls are fucking mm. or Japanese girls are banishing that one ghost and they turn into a frog or something. <laughs> See, like I, I feel like I probably need to give it a shot, but I feel like I can't watch too many of them at once. Cause I feel like that's just going to skew judgment too. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I'm going to be like, All right, I'm sick of this shit. Now. Another. But, whoa. Another- <laughs> Another Japanese horror thing we got to check out is the hopping vampires at some point. The hopping vampires? Yeah, it's like this whole subgenre of Japanese horror. Their vampires hop. It's it's weird. Didn't, and I could be completely wrong because I haven't watched it in like 20 plus years, but in the Charleston Heston um, I Am Legend, whatever the fuck it was called, were those vamp? Those were vampires, right? Didn't they hop or something? Like I feel like they were jumping. I've vampires. never, I've never seen that one. No, Charleston Heston is a man in that one, dude. So if you would like to delve more into the Japanese vampires, or even a, I, I think it's Cambodia also uh, that has really fucked up vampires. Listen to my episode of Vampires about vampires on Someone Supernatural. God Yo, damn, I was actually going to do that. I was actually going to ask you quick <laughs> about an episode if you've done it already because you mentioned during your slice of life. Have you done an episodes on the weirdness of three things of things no. happening bad in the? I have of not. Three? I have not. Uh, but now why is that? that? I, I why is that? I, it's I always in threes, dude. Like, why? What is the law of that fucking like? 
why is that law of the universe exist? Like what? The I don't fuck? know, but if, I would... if you know if you know a lot about like like witchcraft, everything happens in powers of threes. It does mm-hmm. that too. Yeah, I know, and that's so three is a, three is a power number. It, it's weird, but when you were going through your list, I'm like, bro, I was counting it down. I was like, does he have three yet? Because like mm-hmm. computer's three. You're like, I'm done, bitch. I maxed out. Yeah. I tap out, guys. I tap out. That's, that that is rough. That is rough. And I completely forgot about the, the fridge and the washing machine until you brought that up today. Yeah. yeah. Dude, and saying, the fridge man. was the fridge. You know, I was like all happy. I was like, hell yeah, I got a new fridge. And then boom, the next fucking day, the washer went out. And my daughter-in-law was like, hey, so something's wrong with the washer. I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, it's not draining. I have a load in there. Fucking open it up, full of fucking water. It's not powering on. So I'm like, well, you're going to have to get a cup and scoop out all this fucking water because this is dead. Yeah. Hey, wasn't my do you Do you have a shop vac? I do not. Oh. But even if I did, (laughs) even if I did, I wouldn't let them use it because they will find a way to fucking break it. Oh. These Gen Gen Z kids, uh, there's something else, man. The funny thing is something like that happened with our washer recently. And it's a brand new one. Like, it's not even a year old. And what happened was a fucking Band-Aid got sucked into the filter and clogged it. Oh, wow. Because the, the, the filter is only, you know, maybe yay long. Yeah. It's cylindrical. So it's a long-ass Band-Aid covering up half this fucking filter. No shit. Wow. Well, I ended up buying a new washer for 150 bucks, and the guy has a lifetime hey. nice. lifetime guarantee on it. So if anything ever happens to it, I just got to call him, and he'll come fix it. And if he can't fix it, he'll swap it out for me. So I got 150 bucks for a washer is a fucking steal. Oh, oh yeah, and it's nice. It's a fucking Maytag. Like, it's fucking badass. Nice. Hell, yeah, buddy. So, Hell, yeah. All right. Yeah, so let's continue on. Uh, this yeah. was strongly and strongly inspired by the director's personal memories, especially his relationship with his uncle, who supposedly came back as a ghost. Oh, fuck yeah. It happens, man. It fucking happens. I feel like the only thing, like, I never seen anything, but, like, I don't know if you guys, do you guys ever get, like, random scents or smells of somebody, like, dude, like, I swear to God, every once in a while, because, like, my grandpa used to smoke pipe, and every once in a while, dude, I'll get fucking whiffs of vanilla Cavendish, dude, and it's the fucking weirdest thing, and I'm like, it's a grandpa checking on you, man. It yeah, probably every, is. It is. Yeah, it freaks every, me out, man. Because why is it always after I get done spanking? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there smoking his pipe, watching you beat it. Like, you, oh. I that's hope not, dude. I hope done. that's like one reason why I hope there's like you know he like pops down to say hi. He's like hi. Oh shit! Oh god, he's oh, doing god it again. Damn it! Yep. He's like really the third time to. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and smoke my pipe till he's done. Uh, no, it's never. It's always at my mom's house, dude. Usually, like when yeah. I'm leaving my mom's and stuff like that, like I'll smell it as soon as I go outside. So I'm like, weird. Like it's like a punch in the face out of nowhere. Like, my dad used weird? to wear Stetson cologne when he would go Ooh, out. I've worn some so, Stetson before. So every once in a while, I'll just get that whiff of Stetson. Like I'm in my room by myself, and I'm just like, hey, dad. Nothing happens or nothing, but I get it. Like, it's just a quick whiff, and then it's gone. Oh, shit. Where we no. used to live before we moved here, and I still get it every once in a while, and middle of the night, we sit there and watch TV, and you get a whiff of, like, tobacco, like cigarette smoke. Now, of course, me and my wife don't smoke, and none right. of our neighbors did, so I have no idea where the hell it came from. And I still get it here once in a while, too. So hmm. what relatives smoked? Did you uh, know? My grandfather. Yeah. All right. I just, dude, like... That because that vanilla Cavendish is such like that's very specific. Oh yeah, the specific. That is a Fuck, very yeah. like you. I mean, it's 
vanilla wafers, dude. You smell that, you're just like, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that was the shit that made me want to start smoking when I was young, dude, because it smelled so fucking good. I'm like, oh man, does it taste that good? No, it doesn't. No, it does not. <laughs> I tried smoking a pipe for like three months, dude, and I just felt so awkward. I'm like, how did 18 year olds do this in the 50s, dude? I feel weird <laughs> as fuck. My uncle, used to, dip. My uncle used oh, to dip. My uncle used to dip, and so everybody like, I work with. But, but the smell, I loved the smell of it. So one time he was staying with us, and he was taking a shower. Had to have been about 10 years old. And stole the dip. I stole the dip and I put it on, put it in my mouth. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, well, I didn't know you had to spit it. So I, oh my God. Did you swallow? I did. And I've never, my 10 year old body immediately reacted. And I have never been more sick in my life than I was. That stupid 10 year old little scuba. That's the first time I ever had dip through this one dude who was chewing all the time. I was like, yeah, let me try that. I smoke cigarettes, whatever. I was like, yeah, let me try that. And he's like, all right. He's like, you ever do this? I was like, no. So he's like, oh, here's here's half of what I do. And this motherfucker goes through like a can a day. <laughs> so I put it in, dude. My fucking mouth went numb in like three seconds. Like, Hah. I was like, nope. <laughs> it's like, I'm, he's like, bro, you spit that all out. I'm like, that literally tastes like horse's ass, dude. Like, that is disgusting. Chance kids have been smoking. It's yeah, the it's youngest. Har- it's, it's Harper. Yeah, <laughs> smoking it up, smoking in the boys' room. Oh man! All oh, right, God. what speaking, else we got? Speaking oh. of Harper, real quick, last night this was hilarious. So we send her into the, the kitchen because you know it's you know about time to get a bedtime snack. Then she can brush teeth, go to bed. It's like go get a snack. So she goes into the kitchen, comes <laughs> comes back trotting in thirty seconds later, wearing my ghost face mask. Yeah, <laughs> it was just so hilarious. Just that she just decided to put it on and try and come out and scare us, and I laughed so freaking hard. I hope she was like in a little princess gown at the same time. Uh, no, she was in uh, her pajamas, her bubble guppies pajamas. <laughs> Close enough, <laughs> but it was great. Okay, uh, continuing. In order to make Fernando Tielf cry, if he was unable to, Guillermo del Toro would complain of his acting skills out loud and express his disappointment with his work. Wow. wow. That's cold. That is cold. Hey, but it worked. He was like it. he was bullying that little kid. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. I was just been like, bro, bring the onions in, man. Yeah. Why can't they just do that? Like, I why can't you just fucking like like yo, dude, have him cut some onions for like two seconds? All right, now get him. Like, no, no. Instead, he's like, dude, this kid sucks as an actor. He shouldn't even. You be gotta make him actually feel the emotion of being. Huerco maricón no vales verga. Oh man. Making those subtitles work. This labor of love for director Gamble de Toro was 16 years in development. He wrote the film when he was in college. Wow. Damn. I bet that was through some fucking rewrites. Holy shit. The film came together when Del Toro bumped into Pedro Almodovar. I'm sorry, I know I butchered that name. At the 94 Miami Film Festival, where he had just shown Kronos. Uh, he told him he'd just seen his film and wanted to produce his next movie. Although I'm surprised it took that long for them to collaborate. Because I know it was after that he did Mimic. What is Kronos? I feel it's a, kind a, of vampire, a vampire movie. movie. Okay. Okay. Has to do with a, I don't remember if it's a watch or a, clo- a clock or something. Like, Kronos or... is usually time manipulation or something. Yeah, something yeah it has something to do with the, with the clock or a watch that makes you a vampire or some shit. It's really good. Interesting. Well, from what I remember, I haven't seen it in years, but I remember. And then he did that. Blade 2. I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, I like parts of Blade 2. I, 
I, CGI I like ruins. There are there are so many people that love that more than the first one, and I feel like I'm watching a completely different movie. It is a completely different movie. It feels like an anime, dude. I like yeah, the third I, one. I, I, it was okay, but I like the third one too, and I know everybody <laughs> doesn't, but I don't give a flat. It gets fuck. so third much hate the... on this. Ryan Reynolds was fucking awesome in that. Ryan movie. Reynolds saved that fucking yep. movie, dude. Because if not, yeah, everybody knows the story. He was a douchebag, though. The fact they had a CGI eyes because he wouldn't open his eyes. It's like, bro, get over yourself. You're a dick. Like, <laughs> you're getting paid to do this. Fuck off. But Ooh, Ron Perlman's in Kronos. Brody, you might have just sold me just with that. I'm always a sucker for Perlman. Wait, so that's the first time Del Toro worked with Perlman? Possibly. No shit. All right. I know this is the first one of his films that doesn't, or is the only one of his films that doesn't have uh, Perlman or um, Doug Jones in it. Oh, that's true. Wait. Yes, that's right. Perlman wasn't played too. I was like, wait a yeah. minute. Yeah. Doug, I'm thinking where the hell Doug Jones is. I'm like, was Doug Jones one of the vampires? I don't think he was. <laughs> Perlman, that's right. What the hell is his name? Like Rychak or something? Yeah. I don't even remember. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's been a minute. He just had that cool, weird little fucking... Like, I always wanted to do that one time. I don't know why. <laughs> that weird little like ring around the head. Just ah. All right, what else we got, Chad Daddy? Uh, Jaime is described in the book companion piece to the film is 19 years old, whereas the actor portraying him was only 13 years old. Wow, that's quite a difference. I feel like at 19, and like, why are you getting dropped off at an orphanage? She's like, oh, yeah, bro, you're I think yeah, 19, why aren't you younger. fighting in the roar at that point? Yeah. Like, huh? Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Okay. Yeah, then I like that. I like that direction better than with the 13. So Brody said uh, Perlman took on the script because he loved how different it was to other vampire films, and he speaks Spanish in it. Ah, I'm going to have to look this up. Mm -hmm. What else we got? This is early 90s too, right? I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I'm just sitting here thinking like, man, everything just sounds so much cooler when it's said in Spanish. It sounds more macho. Scoop, Scoop, say you're going to take a shit in Spanish. (laughs) Tengo que ir a cagarme. See? Yeah. Yeah, so he's like, oh, I'm gonna take a shit. Like, <laughs> uh, on the first day of Andreas Munoz's shooting in the ghost Santi makeup, director Guillermo del Toro asked him to do all the movements backwards so del Toro could then play them forward in the final film to produce an eerie feeling. But after del Toro assessed that this would have been this would take too long in shooting time, he then performed the remaining ghost Santi scenes normally. Hmm. hmm. But he's also not the only one to play the character. Uh, the reason for him also being credited alongside uh, Junio Valverde as Santis, because I'm sorry, I know I'm butchering the name, is because Munoz replaced Valverde in parts of the underwater scenes after he had to go to the hospital for a barrow trauma caused by the water pressure in his ears. Oh, damn. Damn. Holy shit. That's- like, how deep was he underwater that that affected his ears so much? Okay, so speaking of ear affection or affecting, so when what was it Car- when Carlos got up after the explosion and you saw his ear just like bleeding out blood? Do you guys watch Archer? Mm-mm. No. Damn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the wife and I instantaneously like looked at each other. We were like, "Mop," because <laughs> <Mop. laughs> like. <laughs> So it's a running gag in the show, but 
he always gets fucking tinnitus, dude. They always like go to the tinnitus <laughs> doctor and stuff. So every time he ends up like, ex- like somebody like will shoot a gun right near their head and they're like, ah, so like the whole time he'll just be like, mop. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know why I just like ah, it just is that took me out of it for a second, but so Brody wants to know how to say cunt in Spanish. Oh, so Jesus. the proper way is el coño or just oh, coño, yeah. or you can oh, say no. panocha, which means pussy or cunt. Okay, panocha. We'll go with, yeah, say the first one again. Panocha. No, the first one. Coño. Coño. Okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Learning Spanish with Steve. Learning Spanish with Scuba Steve. Oh, Learning Spanish man. swear words with Scuba Steve. <laughs> Urban Dictionary with Scuba Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, much like his later film Crimson Peak, the ghosts in the film are not the real monsters, but the humans are the real monsters. Mm-hmm. As always. Yep. No, Brody, not El Cornholio. El Coño. <laughs> <laughs> okay the scene where the doctor's ghost helps uh galvez I, I can't i don't know how to say it to open the door similar to a scene from the shining by stanley kubrick where delbert grady's ghost helps jack torrance escape from the pantry locker after he's locked inside oh that's right yeah and i haven't watched the shining in a minute dude and it's coming up to that winter season where i feel like mm-hmm. it's gonna happen yeah it's such a good movie all right that's a very good. That and the thing are the two best Snowden movies to watch. E, yes, or Snowden, that Nick Nickelodeon movie. Nickelodeon movie. Fuck it. Okay, and finally, Del Toro wrote the first draft before writing his debut film, Chronos. This very different version was set in the Mexican Revolution and focused not on a child's ghost, but a Christ with three arms. According to Del Toro, and as drawn in his notebooks, there were many different iterations of the story, some of which included antagonists who were a doddering old man with a needle, a desiccated ghost with black eyes as a caretaker, and beings who, who are red from head to foot. That would have made more sense for the movie being called The Devil's Backbone. Yeah. That's a a mountain range in Mexico. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Three-armed Jesus? What do you do? Is is the the third arm in the middle of the back? Just. Hmm. Maybe it's in the front. That'd be even weirder. In the front. That way you could jerk off. Or (gasps) is that where the whole idea for the... uh, the mech from Pacific Rim with the three arms came from? Like, that was three-armed Jesus oh. mech? That could be. That could be. It was like kind of like off the shoulder, like a fucking... Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like, I'm not going to lie, man. Like, Del Toro's got a lot of movies under his belt, and they're all, like, a lot more fantastic. But I honestly got, like, my guilty pleasure is Pacific Rim for all of it, dude. Like, hands That down. is a fun I love, movie. I love that Hellboy. I love Blade. Dude, Pacific Rim, bro. It's robots and kaijus. You yeah. fucking it's fun. And I hate I went when that came out and people were like, Oh, that movie wasn't that good. It was just this. I'm like, that's all it was supposed to be. Yeah. When he came out, he's like, I literally, he's like, This is how I'm gonna sell this movie. Robots versus monsters. It's like soul. Only thing that would have made that movie even better is if you heard Godzilla's roar at the end of it. Didn't you hear it in the second one? I haven't what well, in the second one. one, yeah, but I meant in the first one. Second one's caca. Is I still it? haven't seen the second. I one. never watched it. Eh, eh. Is it because it's a new team, or is it why? Like why? I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't have that didn't feel, feel that the same. first one did. 
I guess the animated I guess the animated series on Netflix is supposed to be pretty badass though. I saw um, the I saw one of the yeah, it's fucking good. I didn't see it all, but it was good. The parts that I saw. I mean, dude, I'm I'm all for that, but man, it's been a while since I watched that too. <laughs> I just watched it like maybe two months ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I just I was just bored, had nothing to do. I can't remember where the wife I think the wife was working there. She went somewhere. Yeah, I was home by him. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna watch Pacific Rim. Hell yeah, dude. Nice. It's a fantastic movie. It is. Alrighty, so we are done behind the scenes. We'll wrap that curtain up. All right, gentlemen, format. What did you watch it on? Max. Max. HBO Max. That's right. Okay. Douche of the film. And I feel like this is an easy one. What's his name? Jacinto. Jacinto. Yeah. Jacinto, you fucking dickbag. Yeah, he was that guy. All right. Favorite kill. The explosion. I was the first lady that got uh, that was right there when the explosion yeah. went off. The, that teacher, bro, she got evaporated. She did. She yeah. was completely vaporized. Which I was like, I'm just like, I I was doing the whole yell at the screen thing. I was like, bitch, you're gonna knock over the can and make it on you. No, no, she didn't. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Um. Ooh, that was a good one. Honestly, I feel like. Uh, Fucking our douche's death at the end, man, just because it honestly felt the most satisfying. It was, it was the most satisfying. Although I don't even know if it was the death. I would almost say just the the armpit stab, dude. Like that was enough <laughs> to where I would consider like fuck, dude. Like that like I said, man, I haven't felt that kind of like internal just kind of pain. Like that's like when I see fingernails ripping in movies, dude. Like that's the kind of feeling I got. Yeah. But yeah, when he got when he got his comeuppance at the end, fucking drowned. All right. I was very happy with that. All right. Um best scene. The last 20 oh. minutes. That was good. That was uh that's where it really brought my attention. But honestly, I think one of my favorite scenes is when uh they were sneaking around at night to get the water. That was all right. Yeah, that was that like, was a good one. I yeah. like that. Well, I mean, like the whole like from where like Steve was talking. Hang on a second, guys. I'll be right back. Yeah, no, no, no. Keep talking, keep talking. But like Steve, when you were talking about when the ghost first showed up and like did the curtain, like I, I consider that because like that was that whole like, you know, he dropped the water and then they had to go get it. But then like, you got so much in that whole scene where like, the ghost was trying to lead him to do this kind of like to the spot. Yeah. Essentially. And then, even though the other kid, like he kind of learned like the douchebaggery of the one kid, but then also of the guy. I don't know. It, it was a good, yeah. And then it was a whole like creeping around the bomb too, because you just because yeah, yeah. you're never really sure. Because like, I feel like that's when the bomb still had my interest. Because I'm like, yo, man, like, and I even thought for just for the hell, of it, I'm like, what if that thing goes off right at the end? Like, even when we think everybody's like, yeah, yeah, boom, yeah, boom. Like, yeah. How fucked would that be? Yeah, um, I'm gonna say, I mean, probably the bet, like. Like you said, the best scene for me, and and it's the scene that's like I said, it's always stuck with me is the curtain scene. Um, that was a great just hearing that whisper and sitting up and seeing that you think somebody's on the other side of that curtain and he reaches over and there's nobody fucking there. And then you know, the water jugs fall over and the kids are like, Oh, he spilt our fucking water, you know, not realizing that. And which I didn't understand why if Santi was friends with, and this, this is one thing that I never got. Santi was friends with those other boys. 
Right. Why didn't the other boys sense him or see him or anything like that? I think they probably did, but I think they kind of like turned it off. Yeah. I think it was the the doctor was always just telling them there's no such thing as ghosts. Right. So they just. That's probably what. Ignored it. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Chad Daddy. Best season. Oh, you said that. Sorry. Yeah. I said that like the last 20 minutes. Yeah. That was definitely like. That was definitely where it was like, oh man, some shit's about to go fucking down. It's you know, I'm gonna say if you, if we want to get more specific, I would say the uh, the the armpit stabbing and with them spearing him just because of it. The, it was a callback the, to the mammoth hunting. The mammoth. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I like it. Um, especially with them like chasing, like him chasing them and them like diverging yeah. into different things to confuse them and shit, and then all coming out like, yeah, it was cool. All right, so opening scene, hook you in. I would say with the bomb drop, I was definitely like, I don't know if I was fully hooked, but I was definitely like intrigued. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I would, say, with this? I would say, yeah, because I mean, the, with the narration and everything with him talking, it, it hooked me in. Well, yeah, because it was also talking about like how, um, like what a ghost is, essentially. Yeah. So that was mm-hmm. kind of cool. Like it was just saying like, it's a memory like stuck. Yeah. I don't know why that, that reminded me of, a, of, um, a supernatural episode because I remember like they talk about that. It was an earlier one. Chad Daddy probably wrote it. It was uh I think it was the one where it was actually like it was almost like a camera style. And they're in a house where like it was a dude where it was like it was his birthday. I know what you mean, but I don't ghost. remember it's been a long time since I've even yeah seen the old episodes. Oh that's fair. That's fine. Um but no, they're talking about like how ghosts can get stuck in loops because there was like a lot of different ghosts in the house. Mm-hmm. And there was like one guy who was getting like run over by a train and shit like that. But it was like their death. Like some of them would have like certain death loops and shit. All right. So most attractive character. Conchita. Oh, yeah. Hands yeah, down. Like 100%. And if she wasn't there, I'd have to say the head lady. <laughs> Stun- <laughs> Stubby she- McGillicuddy. She was she an attractive older lady. I mean, she kind of was, dude. You know, she was probably really hot when she was young. When Jacinto was younger, he, she was probably smoking fucking hot, and that's mm-hmm. why when he was seventeen, banging her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened. Stumpy. All righty. Hey, man. Like I said, easier access, right? <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Isn't that that's in the movie? That's from fucking Planet Terror. I know. Yeah, <laughs> good old Quentin. Tarantino. Haven't haven't seen that in a minute either. Ah, so good, especially when his balls of dick just melt off. That was so, <laughs> that was so gross. So disgusting. All right, we're not talking about that movie. Uh all right. So, did the score set the mood? I didn't really notice much of a score. Uh I mean, I guess. I mean, I mean, it felt depressing in points. So yeah, there was some yeah. score. I want to say yes, but unfortunately, with no specifics. Yeah. Okay, fair. And unfortunately, I do not have a song for this one. The song that we're playing on the record player. Ooh, when he was sitting there waiting with the shotgun. <laughs> that was some cavalry. Don't shit know what it's called, but yeah. Bed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Agreed. Good job. All right. Favorite character. I'm gonna, what was his name? It wasn't C- Santi. Uh, Santi? The no. ghost? No, no, no. The old guy. 
Oh, uh, oh yeah, Dr. the doctor. Casares. Yeah. Yeah, he, I'm gonna say he was my favorite. Oh, a, yeah, I think he was just a, he was he was a super suave looking dude. You know what I mean? He, and he kept he cared for the boys, but also wanted to be, you know, have them be men. Yeah. But and he watched them dudes get fucking gunned down. He didn't decide to just walk away. Like he sat there and watched that shit. I was like, damn, that was that was harsh right there. Yeah, right? and you could see like the like in his face just. The torment that he would, you know, that struggle he had, like there was nothing he could do because if he even fucking made it look like he knew them, he'd be yep. dead. Oh, he'd be fucked. It's like friends of yours, and it's like, nope, it's nope, like, never seen him in my life. Just watching executions, you know, mm-hmm. nothing fucking. Ah, okay. So was it scary? Not to me. I say yes. Unfortunately, it was not for me. I will say I did get scared for her walking down the highway by herself because I was just like, that's a stupid fucking move, man. But I guess she thought she was, you know, that was the only option. So that old guy is the main lead in Kronos that gets turned into a vampire. vampire. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I mean, it's in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, is it? All right. Yeah. I'll have to watch the trailer. Okay. So, does it hold up today? I would say if you like it, I I would say yes. Yeah. So, for me, yes, it does hold up. I think it does. Yeah. I think the ghost personally is held back a little bit with the times. But once again, you know, you can do what you can do. It feels, I don't know, it, it feels like a 2000s ghost to me. Yeah. But maybe just because it, it it might be just the CGI of the era. So could be. Okay. Acting. Oh, that was fantastic. I, yeah, yeah fantastic. Good. I loved it. Yep. Like I believed everybody. I just didn't really care. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, I gotta agree with you, man. It's yeah. As long man, as you like, believed him. As long as you I did. Him. I guess like I said, I cared for the old guy and I felt bad for him because he went down. Go, you know, he went down fighting and shit like and that. And especially the douchebag, he did a really good job making you hate him. Oh yeah, no, no, that's that's always a very underappreciated thing, man. When somebody plays such a vile fucking person that you literally fucking hate that person, you're just like, I really just don't like that oh my person. God, dude, God like, damn, dude. Case in point, go back and watch the Harry Potter movies. The most hated character is Umbridge. not the main villain. It's Fuck Umbridge, that bitch. bro. Umbridge is like the most despisable. She is horrible. She is literally the definition of cunt. She reminds me. She reminds me of my grandma's niece. So she's technically, I mean, she's not my aunt. She's my cousin. But I call her Thea because she's older than me. So I call her my aunt. Okay. Fucking attitude wise, everything reminds me of her to a fucking T. And every time I see her, I'm You're still alive? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's where awesome. my last job, our HR woman, Stephanie, which I hate to say bad about a person named Stephanie, but yeah, she was she was umbraged to a T. Real two-faced really? bitch. Oh, absolutely. No shit. Yeah, no, everybody, that's, that's, everybody that's up there says she is the problem. She needs to go. Yeah, can't really get rid of her fucking human resources, for God's sake, you know. Oh, yes, you can. 
Yes, you can. There's always somebody above that person. Doesn't matter. They the higher ups love her. They think she's wonderful, and she's not. Oh. Yeah, they do that until you come back with a lawsuit on their ass. I've, I've seen her. I've seen her throw a bunch of people under the bus. She's fired so many people. It's not even funny. Dude, I used that. I dealt with that in my careers before, and you know what? There was one like that, and she finally got her comeuppance, and it was awesome. And I was there the day she got walked out. It was so like just <laughs> satisfying. Like, why I would bet. a per- I ne- that that was a moment in life where I remember I stood down, I sat down in the break room, and I thought, man. Why would somebody that hates people so much be a director for human resources? Like you gotta be, that's gotta be some sadistic shit going on in your head that you just want that kind of a position. So you can just be a dick. I got to disagree. This woman named Vicky that worked at, she was human resources when I worked at the company before that named Vicky with a V Vicky Valencourt. She was umbrage. She hated. Here's how bad she was after she retired. The new human resources, who was a friend of mine, you know, pulled me into his office. He's like, I know what she did to hold you down for years. She's like, she kept you from getting raises and everything. He's like, so I am doubling what you make an hour to make up for all those failed. God damn. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. So Reed was, he was a real stand up guy. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, that's that's always a plus. Yeah, dude, Umbridge or the chick from the the Mist. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck that bitch, dude. Anybody super fucking like religious, fucking that zealot shit. Uh, no, fuck that. I would have thrown her ass right out of the store. Like, nope, not listen to that. But all right, back to this. Boom, we did <laughs> acting, cinematography. Yeah, it was, it was very well done. It was yeah, very well done. Really good. I mean. Toro is a fucking master of the craft behind the camera. So yep. always looks fantastic. And did I like the pre- did we like the premise? I did. I I don't know. Yeah, I, this is one where I feel like I'm kind of like again, I feel like I don't I just don't know enough about the Spanish Civil War to really properly answer that. So I don't know because that was need- that was a major I feel like that was a major factor of the movie itself. It, it possibly is like anything with World War II. Obviously, we can all like take in, you know, we've all been taught so much on that. But yeah, no, you're right. It, and maybe that is a factor I miss. Um, I want to say half. Like I said, like I can still see this as a whole movie of why people really enjoy it. You know what I mean? It just unfortunately did not work for, me. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. All righty. So this is recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot. I, I mean, I hate Americanized versions because they always get so overly produced. But honestly, like I would like to see this maybe be scarier. If he took another crack at it, I would say that. How's that? I would still give it back to the OG himself. I have to disagree. I have to disagree with that. As this is a labor of love for Del Toro, don't don't fuck it up like that. I personally didn't like it, but it obviously means a lot to him. That's true. And he we, waited, we he all love 16 years. Yeah, and we all love yeah. Del Toro. He's a fantastic person, fantastic filmmaker. I'm gonna recycle it. I don't feel like I need to see it again. I can agree with but that. I, I I do respect the amount of love that and what this means to him. I won't recycle it, but I'll shelf it for another person. How's that? You know what? I'll go along with that. I don't want to I don't want it to come. Oh, re- oh reshelf. But... Did we just add another R? Reshelf the reshelf. No, 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 we're not. That's a one shot deal. We're only doing that once. 
I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm going to go rewind the 10, the 10, the 10 R's. Uh, I'm going to go rewind. I mean, like I said, it's something that I connect to. Um, Oh yeah, dude. And, and, you know, granted, it's not a Mexican war that's going on. Um, I, I still can see, like I said, growing up watching these, these Spanish war movies and Mexican war movies. Cause all we had was the fucking Spanish channel. So it's just, it's I, I love it. Can't say nothing else, but I love it. So I'm gonna right. rewind it. Fair enough. And I'm sure Brody would also say rewind as well. Yes. And I'm gonna say Bob too, because Bob gave it also four. So mm-hmm. alrighty. We so, are the oddballs, Johnny. You know what? There's always gotta be one or two. Doesn't matter. Scoobs and I were last week. So oh, yeah, whatever. definitely. Still high five on that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, I, I forgot to Wait, even bring was, it up. What was I the think last one. Oh, oh, the Halloween week. episode. Oh, the Halloween, yeah. I think the last week, yeah. I still <laughs> think funny. even more so than Scoobs and I. I think Brody threw the biggest curveball. All yeah, the Halloween oh. four. No, Halloween OG at number three on the list. Mm-hmm. That's what threw me off. I was like, bro, he didn't even give it a two. It was three. Yeah, and bold. I, I still was like, I applaud that. That was fantastic. That was that was very bold. All right, so we're gonna rate this bitch. Brody started us off with his five. Bobby has a four. He's not here. Uh, so Scuba Steve? 4.8. 4.8. Okay. Chad Daddy. I already told you what I was going to give you uh, coming into this, and that hasn't deuce. changed. It's a, it's a deuce for me, bro. It just didn't work right. for me. Hey, you know what? I'm deucing all over this as well, because for some reason, <laughs> I just felt like it's felt the same way, too. So I was like, there's things I could still give it credit for. I'm not going to say, like, it's nowhere near, like, a shit movie it just wasn't mine or chad's bag but clearly dude if you look at internet reactions we're the odd men out for sure yeah we are so okay <laughs> what he said i just added another r to the list rub my dick over oh, it. yeah you know That's what i great. like it all right we got the six stars all right <laughs> jesus christmas all right divide this bitch by five so you know what? This this would have got a way higher score, but Chad and I brought it down. So this gets a 3.6 for 2001's The Devil's Backbone. I just All thought right. of another R. Oh, God. Recast. What yeah, but that would be more like a reboot or remake. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, change yeah, that would definitely be a remake. All right, so next week is 1408, if I believe. Yes, right? and I got to say, I'm really happy that we're finally doing that because I'm fulfilling a promise now to a friend of mine who passed a few years back who, you know, he oh. kept telling me this is one of his favorite horror movies and he really wanted me to watch it. And I said, you know, Jeremy, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And now we never finally get to feel that. I've never watched it. Wow. If some shit goes down on the podcast next week, bro. We've only we're just know. begun. Brody's digging the Halloween poster behind me. Thanks, buddy. Woo! Had to put it up there. So, okay, so 1408. Let's see what it is streaming on. It is on Redbox right now, Plex, whatever the fuck that is, and Pluto. Yeah, Pluto Pluto has it for free. Nice. Yeah, dude. All right. I saw this once. I enjoyed it. Hey, we got Tony Shalhoub again in there. All right. All right. Um, Do we have John Cusack in it, too? Yeah, John Cusack. Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. Um, This is is not spoilers. Uh, I think he plays a. It says he plays Sam Farrell. I don't know who the fuck. It's been a long time. I've only seen this once when it first came out. If I remember correctly, I could be way off. I feel like it kind of had some Shining vibes to it. 
It does very, very okay. much so, but it's the room itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That... like I, I, and that's not really like any spoilers or anything. I just remember mm-hmm. like just being like, I could really watch The Shining after this. Like this would be a good like double feature. So it's like they made a uh, movie of just uh, the one room in The Shining. Yeah, yeah, two, that is, pretty, much, pretty much, pretty much, yeah, pretty much is nice. yeah. Um, but with John Cusack, so. But yeah, it's a good, it's it's a good uh, movie. It's good. It it's I remember like, it gives me creepy vibes still to this day. Like it still nice. cre- kind of creeps me out when I watch it. When did Excellent. this? Tr- okay, and this dropped 2007. So that's probably I probably watched it in 08 when the wife and I were dating. So awesome, hell yeah! But it's not one of those 2000s ghost movies that. No, no, all. it wasn't. Like it, this one was like different from the ones that were out around that time. Yeah, this wasn't like White Noise or anything no. like that. <laughs> God, white noise, dude. I remember seeing that in theaters. It was fucking terrible. A lot of people like that movie, though. I don't know. What was the one with the camera? And the ghost was, like, sitting on the dude's shoulders. Shudder? Was that called Shudder? I think I, think I have so. that, and I've never I watched it. I think I still have it unopened. Like, it, I picked it up in the I just remember room. that one scene where, like, the ghost is, like, hugging. He's complaining that his back hurts or something. And the girl oh. looks over, and, like, the ghost is, like, hugging him from behind. Like on his back, huh? Was that shit? what was what was Oculus? Oculus was the mirror. Right? Oculus was the yeah. mirror. Yeah, with that fucked up ending. But that was like that was later two thousand, wasn't it? That was like after twenty ten. I, I, so. I think. I think so. Anyways, so yes, fourteen oh eight. I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. What uh? Okay, so what do we got after that, buddy? After that is your pick, the Beyond. Was it your pick, or was that Bobby's pick? Uh, I honestly don't remember, but I'm I don't know. But that's that's a good one. Funny because they just played this at a theater, uh, two days ago, and I wanted to go see it because, bro, it was Beyond and Pieces, and I was like, oh, yeah, dude, I want to go see it, but I didn't get to go. But I will be going to the their Terrifier and Terrifier Two event with my brother in law next weekend. So nice. That'll be that'll be cool. Fuck yeah, dude, because we still, him and I both have been yet to see uh, Terrifier 2. So the fact that we get to go see 4K still in theaters, I was like, yes! Excited. The Beyond. I Did I pick this? I I thought you did, because I thought, because then after that's the Toolbox Murders, and I thought that was Bobby's I pick. I feel like I did, because I feel like this is one with an Italian one, because it's Fulci. It is. But, okay, so what I was asking, though, is, okay, so we got that. And you said we have one for the 18th? Oh, I'm sorry, the, the 14th? Ah, oh, shit, hold on. I just closed it. You You're said the toolbox murders, right? Yeah. Okay, but we do not have a Thanksgiving pick yet, right? We have, okay, next week's the 14th, 1408. The 21st is the Beyond, and then the 28th is toolbox murders. Oh, okay. Yeah, so right 21st on. would be our Thanksgiving episode. Okay. Cool. All righty. All righty, gentlemen. Well, do we want to get, is there anything nerdy to get? nerdy about today i, I got, got nothing i i really don't have anything i know since we last recorded uh the uh guardians of the galaxy holiday christmas special oh uh, the trailer yeah for that dropped. That'll, be, that'll be coming out yeah interesting is that was that a james gunn too mm-hmm. or was yeah, it yeah he did that yeah i wonder how long it's gonna be it's like an hour it's gonna be like werewolf by night okay yeah, it's, well, it's... hours good. I was I was hoping it wasn't just gonna be like thirty minutes and that'd be it. It does look really cool though. I mean, I like I like the fact that they have Kevin Bacon. 
Oh, do they? I haven't watched anything. Well, you haven't. Yeah, oh, I yeah. haven't seen anything on it either. Oh yeah, yeah. The Drax oh, and Drax and Man. The 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 basic premise is Drax and Mantis. Um, like Peter's real depressed after Gamora leaves, and it's Christmas time, and they're trying to cheer him up. So Drax and Man has come down to Earth to try and find Kevin Bacon to kidnap him as a gift for <laughs> Peter. <laughs> yes. And Kevin I'm Bacon is, it. and he plays himself, of course. Nice. That's fantastic. So Kevin Bacon is MCU official now. That's yes. Kevin Bacon. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's awesome. I like it. All righty. Sweet. Yeah, I, I got nothing else nerdy, man. Like I, I can't think of anything. I was just checking. Oh, real quick. that's right. Hold on. One of the games of the biggest games of the year is coming out. And that would be God of War, War Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. I can't. What does that come out? Does that come out tomorrow? No. Uh, tomorrow or Wednesday? Or maybe the 9th. Yes. The 9th. So yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. And I don't, I, am... I don't know why I had, I had the 19th stuck in my head. Now I know why it was the 19th. No, the 19th. bro. Obviously, Chad Daddy's going to be getting that on PS5. I will be picking that up on PS4 because that's what I still have. And I'm so happy they're at least releasing it on the PS4. Like They just... have one PS5 at the Target near that's that's here and it's still there as of really? 10 minutes ago and i you need made, to buy a video card i know i know <laughs> i'm gonna see if i can fix the fucking video card here because i just disconnected the hdmi port's finally working but it's still doing the same bullshit so mm. i'm gonna check the drivers and shit and see what the fuck i can do if i can fix it i'm gonna go buy that ps5 if there i can't go. i'm gonna buy another video card there you go but yeah, that's uh, I'm excited for that one. And for any Halo fans, the co-op campaign, I believe, drops this week, finally, after a fucking year of waiting. Goddamn. <laughs> right? They're like, hey, man, we know every other game has come with it from launch day, but not this one. We're going to make you wait. I'll just make you want to play it more. That's all. But other than that, man, that's all I got for nerd news. Got so. nothing. I don't think I've anything. Well, we'll sign this bitch off then. Scuba Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, I'm your host with the ghost, the prince of the paranormal, the duke of the dead, the ghost daddy, the sinister minister, Lord Scuba Cobra, saying, catch me on an episode of Somewhat Supernatural this Thursday. That is way too many titles. This is your dark lord of knowledge. (laughs) This is is your Chad daddy saying, I'll see you next week, bitches. Hell yeah. And this is your Fluffmaster Supreme saying adios gorehounds and remember stay fresh cheese bags penis, penis.